And we're live. Thanks for tuning in to the first episode of That Shooter's Show. Uh, not to be confused with That Shooting Show by Steve Anderson. It's an amazing podcast. Get a chance to check that one out. This one's going to be The Shooter's Show, brought to you by Synergy Training Group, where you get to listen to all of my unadulterated, uncensored, very passionate, yet loving, gripes, complaints, and all irritations of the gun world industry trainers. You name it, I'm going to have an opinion about it. Uh, you can ask my lovely wife. She knows too well. <laughs> so uh, thanks for tuning in. We're going to do a little bit of mission statement of why we're doing this. Uh, a little behind the scenes information, the plan for the future, how this is going to look, all that good jazz. We're also live on the Facebook. So uh, if you get a chance, there are Facebook people and you want to hear my opinion about something or you know, send me death threats or whatever, hit those comments and we'll talk about it it so um just want to say thank y'all for tuning in i am your humble host tyler tharp i am the owner and team captain of synergy training group it is a mississippi central mississippi based uh shooting training group um most things lethal and non-lethal training i say most things because i know my lane i know my target market and i stay in that are we always expanding growing learning yes of course because stagnation is the death of everything uh but for now it's just most things lethal and non-lethal i got a chance not too long ago to help out some teenage uh females and uh two moms and one grandma in a four-hour less lethal intro to self-defense and self-awareness class and that was uh that so that that's amazing that's that's one end of the spectrum and then on the other end, I get to go help uh, law enforcement departments uh, learn how to new, use their new equipped RDS equipped pistols, how to leverage the, the the new sighting systems that are now all the rage. And let's be honest, red dots aren't even the future anymore; it's the present. Uh, it's it's almost uh, less than I'd say fifteen percent of the guns showing up in class not having red dots on this day. So everything from the situation awareness stuff for teenagers to the fun stuff with law enforcement agencies, everything in between. And then, of course, I try to keep up with all the evolutions in the world, all the new guns coming out, all the new gadgets, all the new training companies and the crazy things I see on the on the ranges. And the, Oh, thank God for Instagram and social media showing us all this raw footage of people doing the craziest things. Uh, so we're going to talk about it. The more crazy things we see, the more... Uh, content we're going to have obviously so let's start off with uh how this how these podcast episodes are going to go of course i'm going to have the intro we're going to work on the intro mission statement type of thing a little music uh and all that and then i'll come in and i will ask the viewers to simply email me or Facebook Messenger or Instagram message me anything you might want to hear on next week's episode. We're going to try to do this weekly, maybe more often than that. So uh, only future can tell. Who knows? I might be the next, uh, like, Joe Rogan. I'll be like the the gun version of Joe Rogan or something. We'll see. (laughs) So whatever questions and uh, uh, gripes and complaints you want uh, to talk about for the next week, go ahead and send those in. Go to SynergyShooting.com. Use that contact page and you'll be able to send me anything you want. I think you have to like select why you're wanting to reach out to me. Um, I need to 
put an additional little radio button there for podcasts, comments, concerns, things like that. So I'll work on that. And for next time, in the meantime, you can just click on any of them. It don't matter. And just, you know, use the title podcast, comments, concerns, whatever. Um, you can also hit up the Synergy Training Group Facebook or Instagram or, of course, my personal Facebook profile page, which is Tyler D. Tharp. Send those comments, questions in. Let's talk about it. The more content you give, the more content I get to talk about. So, um, why do we even get started doing this? Well, I mean, it's 2023, and let's be honest. If if you ain't got a podcast, who are you these days? I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's kind of how it is, man. If you want to have, if you, it seems like to be successful, you got to have a YouTube channel, you got to do the Instagram, you got to make the reels, you got to do the, you just got to do the, all the things. And one of the things is the podcast. And uh, the good Lord graced me with a pretty fun voice with lots of cool inflections and the uh, quote unquote Southern Velvet nickname I was given from like the first or second time I was ever a guest star on a on a radio station here locally and so we're going we're going to use that to my advantage you know god gave me this lovely gift and i'd be a fool not to use it uh, and it's really just to help spread awareness um, all too often do we have bad information in our world and normally it wouldn't matter like go think of any industry uh that's cool like like sports if you get some bad information, so what? You might lose 20 bucks on a bet or something, you know. Or if you're betting more than that, you, you know, you might want to go see like a, a gambling counselor. Do they have those things? Yeah, I'm sure gambling is big addiction. Yeah, yeah. So, um, speaking of gambling, if you're carrying a gun or any type of self-defense tool on your person, that means you're gambling on life, yours or theirs or a loved one's. So that's why I feel it's so important to get good information out there in our world. I carry a gun for uh, a living, literally. Uh, And what do I mean by that? No, I'm not a cop. Uh, I did do some private security. I do have some background in that. But I carry a gun every day because I know how this world is. And I know that there are some situations that can only be fixed with that. Is it the tool for every job? Not even remotely close. But when it is the tool, it's the only tool, and it's usually your only way out. And I refuse to be stuck in a situation where I needed it and didn't have it. And I'm not just protecting my life. I'm protecting my wife's husband. I'm protecting my mom's son. One day when I have kids, I'll be protecting their dad. It's a totally different perspective. Totally different. And we take that serious and I want to make sure that I get good information out there and try to beat down the bad information so that y'all have a good basis to build off of. I mean y'all are y'all are literally looking to me and folks like me for good information yet I see uh, people out there that have quote unquote cult followings putting out trash information that I like I can look at it and be like you're going to get somebody killed one day. This is life y'all are gambling on giving out bad information, and I just don't understand it. I'm not here for that. Uh, that's just not my thing. And, and I'll tell you one thing as well. You know, with, with podcasts and all that stuff, is going to eventually come monetization. And I ain't for sale if it means uh, moving on my ethics and morals. Plain and simple. I'm never going to sell out or shill on something I don't believe in or something that I wouldn't put in my mom's hand for her to save her life with. All right, let's see. Uh, oh, Alex, he is the suited shootest out of 
Texas. Y'all need to go check him out on all your favorite uh, social media platforms, The Suited Shootist. He helps you look good and carry a gun at the same time and all that good stuff. He says, if your tennis coach sucks, worse that happens that you suck at tennis. If your golf coach sucks, worse that happens is you suck at golf. Your firearms instructor sucks. Well, that gets people killed. Wholeheartedly agree in that. He says that comes from the one and only Tom Givens. He uh, He's a big name in the firearms industry. He owns Range Master. So... You know, there's a couple governing bodies in the world, and I literally, or I say the world, the nation, and I literally mean that by a couple. You have the USCCA, which is the United States Concealed Carry Association, and then you have the NRA, the, the National Rifle Association, or we also like to call them the Negotiating Your Rights Away because they've become nothing but a bunch of lobbyists to uh, meet government uh, strong arms in the middle, basically. Um, but you know, whatever, we'll, we'll jump on that, uh, that gripe wagon some other time, but Tom, he has range master and I wish, I wish it was a recognized curriculum like the USCCA and the NRA is for permit classes. So most folks don't know, uh, the nation doesn't mandate regulate or anything like that. How we carry a gun that's on the state to do. All right, so every state gets to choose how they want to regulate that, what mandations they want to apply, what stipulations, limitations, you name it. And uh, as you well know, you know that, that every government uh, lawmaker on this planet is jumping at the bits to create a new law, right, to figure out a way to restrain us more. Well, they decided that the uh, uh, most all states have decided that the NRA and the UCCA are the only two that they'll accredit for their permit classes. And let's be honest, they're a little antiquated. Um, the NRA just hasn't updated their stuff, and it's, it's just old and out of date. And then the USCCA was <laughs> most of their curriculum um, was done by a guy named, uh, what was his name? I can uh, Pincus, Rob Pincus. And so think of Rob Pincus as like the exact opposite of Tom Gibbons, where Tom Gibbons is out there doing the Lord's work, doing amazing things, putting out rock solid content, literally putting out good instructor level stuff. You got the far other end who is Rob Pincus, among many other, right? Of course, for every, in my, in my experience, what I've seen is for every good instructor, there's probably mm, five to eight, not so good of different varying levels. And some of them just don't know any better because they haven't gotten far enough down their instructor line. Um, but then some of them are just so bought into their own crap and they're too invested in it that they can't back out and say that they were wrong. So anyway, uh, I don't know how I got on that little soapbox right there, but uh, I guess because Alex mentioned Tom Givens. Uh, God bless him. He's, he's, getting, he's getting on up there in age, man. I'm very excited. Uh, I'm sad to, see, to know that he's not going to be around a whole lot longer, but I'm also excited to see who's going to pick up Pick up the torch, if you will. Um, Akil, uh, he he's a guy out there. He's a certified range master um, instructor. Uh, I believe Tom has basically passed off the torch, so to speak, to him, and he's doing great work. I, I'll get to meet him in person for the first time at the Guardian Conference in Oklahoma. Um, I believe that's sold out, but I haven't looked at the website recently. So if y'all want to hit up some awesome conferences, I'll be at the Guardian Conference helping out, uh, let's see, September 14th 
or something like that. Not this weekend, but next. Uh, and that is put on by concealedcarry.com. My good friend, Riley Bowman, another amazing guy out there just doing the Lord's work. Uh, he puts on the Guardian Conference every year in Oklahoma. It's in Oklahoma City. <clears throat> And then I'll be at the uh, Act of Self-Protection Conference, National Conference up in Manhattan, Kansas, at the end of this month. Another amazing conference. And the thing about these conferences, you know, you may take five classes in your whole life. And if you're in, if you're just doing that in your area with your local training company, then you're likely only going to see one, two, maybe three at best different instructors. Well, the chances of you jiving and really learning everything you need to do, everything you need to learn from those one, two, three, ain't all that high, right? Because we all communicate differently. We all receive differently. Like... You could tell someone something, and then I could come behind you and tell them the same exact thing, which is a little bit different twist on the words, and they may like my way a little better than yours, or vice versa. Well, the cool thing about these conferences is you're gonna you're gonna get to be in front of a dozen to two dozen to three dozen instructors, and then you get all the AI. That means uh, uh, assistant instructor, by the way, for those that didn't know. And then all, of course, all the amazing staff. Of course, you're gonna have good food. You're gonna have good camaraderie. You're gonna get to talk behind. You get to see the talk behind the scenes and be a part of that talk behind scenes because we're all equals just because i'm an instructor and you're not don't mean nothing there ain't we don't have hierarchy totem poles or nothing like that we're all people man i'm just trying to help you get down your beautiful journey um so that's the cool thing about conferences is man you it's it's like a, it's a buffet it's a buffet of uh instructors and learning and it's not just shooting i mean you're gonna get you're gonna get pepper spray training if you want that you're gonna get legal training if you want that you're gonna get hand-to-hand combat stuff you're gonna get first uh, uh first responder tech med style stuff like it's it's a whole literal buffet of training so catch a conference if you get a chance there let's see uh chris bean said ah too many friends doing live work at once (laughs) chris bean is one of those guys that is like a behind the scenes guy doing the lord's work nobody really uh he doesn't in my opinion he doesn't get the recognition he deserves he is super smart. He has helped out a lot of people, a lot of instructors mostly, really become the best version of themselves that they can, um, including me. Chris Bean was uh, – him and Riley Bowman were the, the catalyst of me making leaps and bounds in the past two years to be where I'm at now. And so I definitely owe them uh, a lot. Uh, Alex said uh, a lot of, quote-unquote, instructors – are like substitute teachers that are only one or two lessons ahead of the student. Man. All right, here's another gripe. Did you ever go to uh, a university for your university? No? Well, I wasted my time at one. Guess what you get at typical four-year anniversaries whenever you go to physics or chem one or cal one or something like that? You get a TA that, if you're lucky, can speak about half of the English language. If you're lucky. And then you got to like learn chemistry, physics, calculus from these people that can't pronounce half of what you think they should be able to pronounce. Well, imagine that same frustration in the uh, in the instructor world. Alex absolutely nailed it. Uh, my my frustration with uh, quote unquote. Um, Higher education is a whole nother gripe we may hit on one day. <clears throat> Universities uh, these days just don't 
they don't take it serious, man. They just want your money. They just want your money, and they want to see their sports balls people uh, rally up and bring in a lot of uh, people to put in the stands and sell tickets. That's all universities have become these days. Um, oh, my God, John Valentine. Easily one of the most deadly people on this planet. Uh, another guy that's uh, does some really cool behind-the-scenes stuff that not people know about. Um, he's got a cool conference coming up. It's the Combatives uh, Summit, and it's going to be in Sarasota. So, uh, ooh, it's in between Tampa and Orlando. I can't remember what area that is. Look up the Combatives Summit. That's uh, that's coming up uh, in the middle of September. I believe it's sold out. Um, but that's just a test, man. It, all these conferences are selling out. Sometimes they sell out the day it goes live. I mean, TACCON, Tom Givens TACCON, it literally sell, sold out this year uh, less than an hour after it went after tickets went live. That is wild to me. Um, but that that just attests to how how amazing they are. John says, uh, concealcarry.com, that's Raleigh Bowman and his crew. Um, don't make me name all their names, but it's a, it's a multifaceted deal. Raleigh Bowman is just the, the my point of contact that I talk to all the time there. He said, they're a big reason uh, combat uh, uh, summit 2023 was able to happen. Um Definitely going to go to the car. Definitely go to the Guardian Conference if you can. Absolutely. Like I said, his uh, Combatives uh, Summit is sold out. You'll have to get tickets. Be sure to follow John Valentine on all your socials as well. That way you can uh, not miss next year's summit. There it is. Let's see. There's the Guardian Conference. Let's see. Is it sold out? It's, it's happening in like two weeks. Not even two weeks. September 15th through 17th. I wonder what happens if you cl- uh, click on get tickets. Ah, might be might be one or two there still, still available. If it is and you want to come hang out with me and some amazing names in the training world, that would... Uh, That'd be right up your alley. It's Oklahoma. It's in Oklahoma City, so it's pretty centrally located. Um, of course, they got plenty of hotels and stuff, and it's Oklahoma City. Uh, go back to that uh, that main page there on the top left tab. Scroll up. We're gonna look at the uh, look at the names of all the people that are gonna be there. Oh yeah, Chuck Haggard, the man with OC spray. There, I don't know if there is an OC or pepper sprayer mace out there that he hasn't been sprayed with, just to prove and log all the data from it, just to tell you what works and what doesn't work. And I've looked at his research for mine. Um, let's see. Raleigh Bowman, of course, is going to be there. AJ Zito, he builds some of the finest custom tune 1911-2011s there is out there. Uh, oh, yeah, Chris Cypert, Miss Carrie Dudenhofer. She was also a part of the ASPIC team that made me, uh, again, those leaps and bounds that I spoke of earlier. Brian McLaughlin, he is uh, Mountain Man Medical. Super, super smart on the medical side of the house. But that just shows you, again, the beauty of these conferences and summits. Uh, don't sleep on those. I know it looks like a big initial cost, but you're getting a year's worth of training in one weekend, one-stop shop, and you're going to be around all the great people. See, Chris said, off to a off to off to start a new group of instructors. That's right. He's got uh, the new cohort going. Uh, that is a by invite 
apply and then uh, hopefully you get selected to be in type of thing. Um, <clears throat> an amazing instructor certification program. It's really more of a developmental program. Super awesome. That is uh, John Korea's brainchild, one of his many projects. He owns, John Korea owns Active Cell Protection, another great resource out there where he reviews all sorts of deadly and non-deadly encounters, reviews them. He, he's done a lot of expert witness work. He's worked a lot with the higher-end people in the, in the community, in the industry. So you can bank on him for, for good knowledge as well. Sam Sam Elliott stands in envy of Chuck Haggard's mustache. I don't know, man. So, I, I don't know. I'm team Sam Elliott simply because he's got that amazing voice. And honestly, have you seen the show The Ranch with uh, – uh, oh goodness, the old that seventy show guys. Who was that? I'm terrible with the names and sitcoms and stuff, but it's the ranch on on uh, Netflix. And I, <laughs> Sam Elliott is like my spirit animal. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be that old Henri person with the deep voice twenty years from now that's aggravated with everything. Ashton Kutcher, that's it. That's who I was trying. And Danny Masterson. <laughs> so I, I'm Team Sam Elliott. And then he did that. Was it a Doritos commercial or something where he made his mustache do the wave? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know, man. Chuck Haggard's awesome, but team team Sam here. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, we're 21 minutes into this beautiful thing. We're going to try to do an hour on each episode. Just depends on how much uh, how much stuff we have to gripe about. Oh, my friend Chris Stucco, old Stuck man. So proud of you for remembering a character from a show, Mister No TV. Man, I remember sometimes, especially if I get prompted. Uh, now, look, I can, I can, I can quote just about anything from Smokey and the Bandit, or like The Water Boy, or Mister Deeds, or something like that, man. But like all these things people watch all the time, especially sports. You could ask me who the quarterback of any team is, and I wouldn't have a single clue. Not a first one. Don't even start me on baseball or or golf. Is golf still a sport? Like they get paid to do that still? That's wild to me. It's like uh, you know, golf is like an extended pool with a curved stick. Lots of money in it. There is a lot of money in it. Is uh, golf still like the highest paid sport? So speaking of paid sports, guess how much money there is in professional shooters. Uh, USPSA shooters, which is like uh, IPSC, IPSC, which is your international version of it, and then USPSA, which is the United States version of shooting pistols, like running around with your chicken, he- chicken with a head cut off, shooting paper and steel and all that. Um, and there's no money in it. <laughs> None. <laughs> Even if you're like a big time sponsored shooter like Max Michelle that has like twenty something national titles, uh, it's that he he's got a good position with Sig, but he he has to perform to to be that way. I mean, there's there's maybe a dozen of of guys out there making an actual living shooting uh, pistols. Per, you know, of course, um, there is skeet trap, all that type of stuff. Olympic skeet and trap. That's totally different. Um, you know, of course, you got bow shooting. That's a little different. Um, but 
you know, us running around doing three gun stuff with big scary black rifles, which you know, if you go to one of those matches, they're going to be like red, purple, pink. Like there's all the you get the whole rainbow and gun colors out there. But oh my god, it's mag fed and it shoots fast. And then oh god forbid you shoot a pistol super fast at targets that kind of have a humanoid effect to it. No no no, can't monetize that. But god forbid you know we uh, we don't look past the fact that we're giving people that hit a golf club uh, a golf ball millions of dollars a year and i still don't understand for what like how where, where's the return in that where's the money come from surely the pga ain't selling that many tickets and pay-per-view things advertisements advertisement well you know we get man i don't know someone that's really good at marketing like on a pro national level marketing we need someone like that to be interested in being on the board of the uspsa like if we could, if we could monetize this sport, it'd be so much better off, in my opinion. It really would, and people wouldn't think it's so silly and taboo and all that jazz. And I think we could hold on to our rights a little bit longer. Uh, when Latham uh, OT a seven-figure contract, if it was newsworthy, I guess when he said when when Latham got a seven-figure contract, it was newsworthy. I didn't know that. Uh, so he's talking about Rob Latham, which is the most winningest uh, uh, national champ, pistol champ there is. We call him the great one, TGO. Um, Rob Latham is the shooter for Springfield Armory. And older gentleman, amazing shooter, been around, done that, like one of the pioneers of the sport. Uh, another old school pair, uh, uh, guy in the sport that is uh, – paid per se to do this and Dustin mentioned him right there he, he says even Jerry Mikulek the main man himself has to pay out of pocket for a lot of stuff yeah, exactly that man is Smith and Wesson's shooter he said so you know who Jerry Mikulek, Mikulek is all right so I've had the pleasure of ROing him at three gun nationals in uh Vegas back in 2013 man and uh got a picture shaking his hand with my dorky little smile with no beard in Nevada with the mountains in the background <laughs> Anyway, uh, so he's got a cool place over in uh, Louisiana, right off of I-20, on the south side of I-20, before you get to Shreveport. Um, we have matches out there. He has a state state match out, state championship, championship out there. And when you go shoot over there, this man, and sometimes even his wife, Miss Kay, they're out on the gator picking up trash, handing out bottles of water, making sure everybody's fine. This man's 60, 62, somewhere in that age, some of that, you know, and he's like the old school pioneer, had set multiple records with a, with a revolver back in the 90s. In West Point, Mississippi, believe it or not, is where he set those records. And uh, still an amazing steward of the sport and just as happy as can be. Um I wish we had more people like that. And the reason why I think the reason why we don't have more people like that is because it just it costs so much. I mean, like 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 Dustin said, Jerry has to pay out of pocket for a lot of stuff. And uh that's just the unfortunate aspect of uh of our sport. And and let's see, so the Bozier Parish Practical Shooters has the club out there on his range. Yep. So actually it's the Clark's range originally. Miss Kay Clark, he married Miss Kay many moons ago. Uh and the Clark family had uh, the property there and they got a really awesome gunsmithing shop. They used to make uh they well, they still do, they still make super awesome custom um, competition guns and whatnot uh mostly 1911 style but uh yeah amazing place out there uh great group of folks yeah, for sure you're you're not going to find many bad people in the uh in the shooting sports realm 
you know, I giggle. I giggle. There's a chart out there that says toughest sports. And, like, you know, golf is pretty far there on the bottom, right? Because, you know, they don't play in the rain, sleet, snow. Like, they're on the opposite spectrum of the mailman type of thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and so, like, shooting is many notches below that. And so here's my theory on this, and I can't prove it. All right, but I think whoever made that chart only thinks that, like, Olympic shotgunning is the only shooting sport there is. And if that's the case, then I wholeheartedly agree. Because you stand there and you shoot, what's it, uh, 20 clays, I think? Uh, 20 clays, one at a time type of thing, sometimes two at a time. Uh, you know, there's a couple of different iterations of skeet, trap, all that jazz. That's not really my uh, specialty. And I really don't pretend to know a lot about that. I just know you shoot a big clay bird out of the sky. But if that's what they meant by that chart, then I wholeheartedly agree. But, man, I'd really encourage whoever made that chart to come to a Ipsic national event. Go to the world championship that's only held once every three years. Last year it was in uh, in Thailand. Um, and believe it or not, a 22, 23-year-old guy from Seattle, Washington named Christian Seiler won. It was the first time he's ever been to a world Ipsic event. Did I say World Nationals a minute ago? That doesn't make any sense. I feel like I said that. <laughs> world Championship. <laughs> so each country that has an Ipsic team gets to send uh, two two people per division, um, which ends up being about 14 people per, 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 per nation. So imagine how big of an event that is. It's, it's five-plus days long of stage after stage after stage after stage after stage of like the craziest stuff you have ever seen whenever you get a chance look up ipsc world championship and look at those stages that they shoot i mean i couldn't sit here and dream up those stages they shoot it is some of the toughest shooting actually you know what it is the toughest shooting there is on this planet um, so go look at that. If, if whoever made that chart ever went and saw that, I think they would bump shooting quite a few notches up. I think it would pass golf. I really do. How long does the PGA Tour last? Yeah, I don't know either. I, like, like, like throughout the year? Like, no, just, oh, it's like a year thing? Yeah, there's PGA. Yeah. What's the final? The Okay, well, let's talk about let's talk about the baseball World Series then. Isn't that, isn't that just a a few games long? Yep. So, Ipsic Nationals is is a longer occurrence of all. It's like it's five plus days of every single day. Like you're talking ten hour days of shooting. Yeah, I don't know. How long? How long? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. There's six games in the World Series. Yeah, so six. Yeah, so I, I would say the Ipsic. Na- Ip- I keep just. I keep saying nationals. Ipsic world. The world shoot is on par with the World Series. If you're like, oh my god, that's that's such a stupid correlation. There's way more people at the baseball World Series. Well, yeah, it's monetized. They're not shooting guns. It's just a ball and a bat and a bunch of steroids. Everybody wants to see that. Um, I'm talking about like how tough is the actual sport. And I wish I could get some comments on here telling me how stupid I am for saying how hard shooting is. <laughs> oh, Blake says there's – oh, Blake sh- – <laughs> look, I don't know if there's a person on this world that's got more sports knowledge than Blake. 
that, and I don't know if I've ever seen this man without some sort of sports paraphernalia on. He is super smart on that side of the world. Like, me to guns is him to sports. All right, so seven games. So, yeah, okay, cool. Ipsic, uh, uh, it, the World Shoot is on par with World Series. That makes sense. World Shoot, World Series. Anyway, my gripe is I wish our style of shooting got more recognition. And I don't, I don't say that selfishly because I'm in it. Because let's face it, I'm just an A-class guy that enjoys to shoot it the six matches a year that can fit into my schedule. All right, I ain't taking this serious. I ain't trying to go compete on a national level. I've never even shot an area match. State level is as high as I've ever done. I've never even won that. Okay, I say that because I know what the long game is bringing. I'm talking like our rights being restricted down to almost nothing like Canada, Australia, England, places like that. That's what that's what the long game I see is. And I see I, I could easily see if we could bring in a positive light, a positive monetized mini ads on TV style light like other sports balls has on our style of shooting sport. It would prolong that end game. I don't know if it could ever, you know, eliminate the inevitability of it, but we could at least prolong it. And uh, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Either that, or let's just go ahead and start this. Start this now. Like, I, before I have kids, can we just go ahead and have the revolution now and get it knocked out? That way, my kids have like a cool place to, re, you know, cool thing to rebuild. Like the build it on their own. Could you imagine our kids being the four, uh, the new founders of the new America? No. Well, we'd have to win for that to happen, right? <laughs> it starts with attitude. <laughs> Gotta have the right attitude. <laughs> so that's what I want. Can we start the revolution like right now or put a positive light with monetization on our shooting sports? Like one of the two. Something's got to give here. Um, so, yeah, speaking of monetization, if there's anyone out there listening, um, we're going to get some we're going to get some episodes in our belt and then we'll be looking for any sort of support. If you'd like to have a little commercial in here, some shout outs, some endorsement, uh, reach out to me. Let's see if we can come up with a business deal. I mean, I, you know, me and you may not have the same morals and ethics and it may not just work out. But if we do, then it's going to be great. And uh, like I said, I'm going to be like the, the gun Joe Rogan guy. So you'll uh, you'll get in while I'm still fresh. So if that interests you, um, let me know. Let's see what we can work out here. I'll have my people call your people or your people can call my people. <laughs> However that works. So, um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Dustin, he said on the thing, 10-hour uh, days, but with about 60 seconds of shooting a day. It is wild. So you're standing around in the heat watching other people shoot, having to have conversations, having to help reset stages. And then when it's your time to shoot a stage – it could be as little as four seconds of draw the gun, shoot all the targets. That's it. It could be as much as 30 seconds. I've seen longer stages. You know, we call those uh, long courses. You got short, medium, long courses. Field. Some people call them field courses. You know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, so it's it's almost like drag racing. You know, you, you, you go, you travel to wherever, you unload your car, you make sure it's tuned up, ready to go, you check the tire pressure, you know, all that jazz. You get up, you do your burnout. As soon as that light turns green, if you got a fast car, 10 seconds, it's all done. And if you lose, you're done, done for the night. If you win, you go into the next race type of thing. It's literally like that. Um, 
So, yeah, you I mean you're spending all these days out there, all those hours in the heat and all that jazz, working it just for like 60 total seconds per day of actual shooting. That's wild to me. And those, you only get one chance. You don't get, unless there's some type of stage failure or the RO screws something up or whatever, you know, there is no redo. Your gun goes down in the middle of you shooting a stage where you got to fix it all the time. Timer don't stop just because your gun decided it didn't want to work. So, you get one. You, you literally get one shot. Old Eminem reference. Look at me popping out all the pop culture references. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Dustin also said uh, Dustin's on the team. By the way, he is Team Synergy. He's a match director uh, at times. He's done a lot of good stuff. He was actually our state champion in Open last year. <clears throat> He says, Ipsic matches are in several countries that have some of the worst restrictions on handguns in the world. That is absolutely true. But the folks that shoot it have to jump through a lot of hoops. His his lot has lots of O's in it, so I, I kept wanting to say loot. <laughs> jump through a loot of hoops <laughs> to get at handguns and use them. Yeah, and so believe it or not, um, in some cases, in many cases rather, they can't take the guns home with them. So no dry fire practice or at-home practice for them. The closest thing they could get is like some inert gun um, or maybe if they're lucky, an airsoft replica for dry fire practice at home. The only way they can live fire practice is they have to go to the range where their gun is stored in a locker, present their ID, check out the gun, go practice with their, you know, the ammo that they, the, the, uh, they have to buy from the range there. So it's full retail. Um, unless they have an ammo sponsor, then you know there's that. And then when they're done, they got to turn it back in. That's it. And these people are going and and competing and winning on a world level like that. Can you believe that? Yeah. That's wild to me. Um, Eric said, "Perfect example." I don't even know what example I, I've given like 93 examples through this long 37 minute ramble, and I forget because my brain just uh, it's it's a wild. It's 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 wild up there. The race car thing. Yeah, race car thing. Yeah. So somebody asked me one time, what sport is our style of shooting most like? And it's race car driving because it's a visual sport with mm, low to medium physical need. Uh, and I'm not dogging race car drivers. Like that is that that is a crazy amount of visual mental processing that there that is constantly going nonstop, and. Believe it or not, I got that uh, I got that correlation through a good friend of mine, Tim Heron. He owns TimHeronShooting.com, travels the world, uh, teaching people how to shoot, shoot very well. He's a many-time single-stack champion. That's his main squeeze. He also shoots some double-stack stuff, but he is a Nighthawks uh, shooter. Uh, if you don't know who Nighthawk is, they build premium 1911s and 2011s. Like, you, you, you're going to have to have a comma plus some in the in the on the check to get one of their guns <laughs> so it's uh yeah they built some pretty awesome stuff but anyway i got that correlation from him because he was a race car driver he was a mechanic and a race car driver believe it or not and then he came over to the shooting scene and we had that conversation one day and i was like man that makes total sense i did a little drag racing believe it or not back in college uh because um you know, I was financially irresponsible, and I went out and bought a, uh, a Ninja, a Kawasaki Ninja 650R, which is a parallel twin engine. 
very interesting uh, style of bike. So it's a sport, uh, what do you call it, a sport cruiser, sport sports something. It ain't a super sport, so your, your foot sets aren't totally to the rear. A little bit more upright uh, ride height. They don't have normal clamp-on handlebars. They have a little swoopy up, so you don't, you're not hunched over as much on a super sport. Um, but... We had so where I went to college was Mississippi State up in, in Starville, and they had Starville Dragway, which was just a 500 foot track. So all you needed was some big old cojones between your legs and all the torque, and you were winning. And that was me. So, uh, you know, twin motors in the same CC as a inline four, you know, bigger bore, better stroke, more torque. They don't have the same top end, they don't have near about the top end, right? They can't rev as high, but in a short distance, it's hard to keep up with them. Like he, the only guy that could keep up with me uh, and even beat me on that 500 stretch was a dude that had a stretched 600 with nitrous on it. That was the only way he could, because he could just blast out of the hole because it was so stretched. My, I've never stretched a bike. I think stretching bikes are stupid because you lose all your maneuverability out of them. Um, so I never did that. So what I would end up doing is just kind of gritting my teeth and bearing down and doing a willy halfway through the track just to get as much torque as I could instead of feathering the clutch and burning it up because I didn't have an air shifter at all. So I was still true clutching and everything. And um, so anyway, I say, oh, let's say this. I remember how much visual processing there was. I was having to watch everything feel everything in my hands, not miss the one shift because, you know, at second gear, I'm done uh, at 500 feet anyway. You only get through half a second. But, and for like six seconds, that's all it was. Six seconds. Any mistake was amplified. Uh, I mean, you don't have enough time to overcome those little mistakes. So anyway, I say, oh, let's say this. When I when they made the correlation, when Tim said the correlation between shooting sports and race car driving, it's like, oh, man, that makes total sense. And then I just started missing uh, drag racing, and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't need any more bikes because my last bike was a leader bike. It was a CBR uh, 1000, and I did all the stupid stuff on it, too. And so <laughs> I need to uh, I need to quit with the motorcycle stuff so I like I can still walk and whatnot in ten more years. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, Josh said, "When are you gonna uh, come dip your toe in the PRS game?" So PRS is Precision Rifle Series, and believe it or not, Josh, I have I did. Um, I was a, a gas gun guy. Um, I didn't want to pay the big money to have a custom left-handed bolt gun built. Uh, fun fact about me: I'm blind in my right eye. I was born that way. Um, my eyeball was floating around in my head like the crazy eyed dudes from Mr. Deeds. I literally looked like that until I was about four or so and had a corrective surgery to where it like, you know, wasn't floating around retarded like. And uh, so I can't really see out of it. Like I can see a little bit of colors and I can like, you know, tell there's a humanoid, whatever, what in front of me. But I can't make out any detail and it's not corrective. So anyway, I saw that. Um, oh, Eric said I dragged a Yamaha Banshee. Dude, I had a Banshee one time. Oh, my God. So those things have six forward gears. And I was on Highway 27 one time in Vicksburg. <laughs> I was in third gear passing people in a 55-mile-an-hour zone. That thing was stupid. Anyway, so uh, back to the PRS stuff. Yeah, I tried it. Uh, I've done a lot of ROing at Altus, which used to be called Core. And then uh, I worked the big gap grind one time at uh, K&N. That's Shannon K's place up in Finger, Tennessee. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I, I love shooting long range as well. 
but I ain't rich. Uh, and you got to like drop 10 grand right off the bat just to go shoot your match. If you want to be competitive and I'm competitive, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do it all the way. And, uh, for 10 grand, I can buy a whole lot of nine mil and go shoot a whole lot of pistol matches. And let's be honest, shooting pistol matches is just more applicable to what I want to do in life. Um, Maybe one day when I get my GM card and I get bored of pistol shooting, I'll, I'll jump into the PRS when I have more money and whatnot. But for right now, I'm, I'm big on the uh, pistol stuff and the two-gun stuff. Not big on uh, shotguns. I tore my shoulder up in jiu-jitsu years ago, and so I, I just, I'm not a big fan of beating my shoulder to death more than I already do. So anyway, on that, old Matt Stevens, what's up, man? He's a he's a cool cat up in Pennsylvania. Um, good friend of mine. We've trained together a lot. Josh says, uh, the guy that won the Golden Bullet last year is too. Oh, what, blind in one eye or left-handed? Yeah, of course I want to come play uh, PRS at Gunline, man. Uh, I Dude, is the, is the, the gas gun uh, intermediate cartridge uh, thing that, Tim was putting on still a thing. Is that still doing like where you can only shoot 55 grain with your normal carbine? Because now that I could jam with. I'll come out there with the one by one to six razor on top of my 14 inch AR and put it down. <laughs> oh, he said both left handed and blind one eye. <laughs> yeah, I, I really do want to get uh, back into the rifle stuff. It just isn't in the cards right now. Um, Gun Line's a really cool place up in Carthage, Mississippi. So if you're around that area, go check them out. I don't think they're doing memberships anymore, but you can go shoot matches there. Um, you know, they just do the long range stuff there for now. It's a be- beautiful range. One of, the, one of the prettiest ones, in my opinion, in Mississippi. Oh, it flopped because no one showed up. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's hard to get anything going right now. the The old COVID nonsense, crappy economy is still lingering and care and you know killing things. So so pre COVID, um, well, I, okay, it was before COVID. Honestly, COVID just kind of was the last nail in the coffin, so to speak. But I remember local matches in Byram at the Magnolia Shooting Club being like on a local match and hot. We'd have no less than 50 competitors just for a single local match that we're done by 2 p.m. type of thing. Go shoot five, six stages, and that's it. Didn't amount for nothing if you won type of thing. And uh, nowadays, we're good to have 25, 30. Um, it was worse during the COVID. Like, we'd have 15 people show up or something like that. But uh, So the, the, the crap economy is still lingering on and kind of uh, doing its, its, its crippling thing. And apparently there's going to be a mask mandate coming up. Have you? No? You don't think so? Yeah. I promise you I really don't care if there is. <laughs> Somebody tells me to put on a mask, I'm going to uh, give them the old social finger. Uh, maybe two of them if I'm feeling frisky that day. Uh, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate, Josh, that it flopped. I, I know how it is, man. It's it's hard running matches. And honestly, Carthage isn't a great location. It's a beautiful range, but they are kind of... It's Mississippi, which we already have a crappy economy to begin with. And plus, if you ask anybody here, they already know how to shoot anyway. So, <laughs> and that's just way out there for people to travel. It's not, not all that convenient. Uh, Matt says, how was Jim Krantz? Heard he's a single person. Yeah, so uh, so it's actually K-R-A-N-T-Z. Uh, y'all need to look up uh, Jim Krantz official on the old Instagram. He and I teach a practical uh, shooting class together, believe it or not. I'll leave out Friday 
uh, this Friday to go down on the coast to teach that. It's where we uh, we teach you a one-day class of all the tips and tricks you need to be successful at practical shooting. Practical shooting is just the umbrella term for all, all of our shooting sports with a pistol. And uh, then the next day we have a USPSA match and we put you in our own private squad and we coach you through it and video it and all that stuff and you get all the video. So he is an amazing guy. He's a grandmaster. He was in uh, my RDS class, Red Outside class, pistol class last year. Um, and then not long after that, he went and took a class from Eric Graffel, which is a many-time world champ, best shooter in the world, uh, French guy. Look up Eric Graffel when you get a chance. He he is the shooter for CZ. Um, amazing shooter, like owns the most world titles. He will eventually be the only person to ever had junior titles, regular titles, and senior titles. That that'll be in his deck of cards. Um, but anyway, Jim's doing good, man. We're teaching class together this weekend. He, uh, you know, back in the Caribbean Open, he got third overall in uh, carry optics. He, he shared the podium with uh, uh, Niels Jonathan, which, uh, in my opinion, is one of, if not the best current United States pistol practical shooters. Um, the only person that has more national titles than him is Rob Latham, believe it or not. And Niels is still in his prime. Uh, then else he had J.J. Ricazzo on the podium with him. J.J. Ricazzo is another big-time shooter. He is Beretta's uh, shooter. Niels is Canic shooter, and then uh, which is what I'm shooting in practical shooting right now. It's a Canic. We shoot the same gun. All great, 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 great people. Um, but yeah, he's a he's a super cool dude, super smart too, man. Like just he's a he's a daggum engineer for NASA, and he's also a grandmaster shooter and and competes on a on an international level. I mean that's that that's next level type of thing that I aspire to be. Um, Josh says it's back open. Uh, something's back open. We didn't flop between so many things. I don't know what's back open. Uh, anyway. Matt said he did a video with gun thoughts. I don't know what gun thoughts is. God, every everybody that has a smartphone, which is everybody these days, uh, and a gun, and uh, you know any amount of free time, puts stuff on the internet, and it is really hard to keep up with all that. It is. A, I try to keep up more so with manufacturers and industry people, like actual industry people, and not so much the influencer stuff. The problem with influencers, which is funny because I'm kind of working my way towards that, and I influence on a professional level, but the problem with influencers is they're for sale. You know, any anybody that's got a product that they want reviewed and some money, send it to an influencer. They'll re, they'll review it and give you a thumbs up on on air. And uh, I don't know, man. I just don't listen to influencers because I know that I don't. I, don't, I, I just can't believe them. I know not all of them are like that, surely, but most of them are. So I'm I'm kind of turned off from all that stuff. Matt says it's a gun thoughts is a random YouTube channel. They seem like really funny dudes with a name like that. They better be. I couldn't take nothing. They'd say serious with gun thoughts. (laughs) Hey y'all we're gun thoughts. They were going to teach y'all about calculus. No, no, you're not. (laughs) I have all these math uh, references because believe it or not, I was a math tutor at the age of 14. I was almost 15. So I was taking algebra one back in uh, high school. And uh, I graduated 12th out of 350 people, by the way. I was a little nerd. Um, 
thanks to Adderall, of course, because uh, it's super ADHD. And if I didn't have it, I'd be bouncing off the walls and probably in juvenile attention or something. But um, <laughs> anyway, so I was a math tutor and I did that. And that's where I got my start on uh, teaching people, believe it or not. Um, I was even, I even did math competitions. Most people didn't even know that's a thing. I didn't either. My teacher was like, Hey, since you're doing all your assignments and like half the time, everybody else is doing it. And like 100%ing dang near everything. As soon as you get done with your stuff, you're going to get up and help me help everyone else figure out their work. I was like, um, I don't know how to do that. Well, you figure it out. Okay. So I got voluntold into being a tutor. And turns out I was good at it. And uh, next thing you know, I just kept on doing it. <clears throat> and I've taken those skills, of course, uh, made them better, and combined it with the gun world. And, and here I am on this. Uh, married life is going great. Jim asked how the married life's going. I just got married uh, a little over a month ago to my beautiful bride. She owns an awesome company called The Whole Story Health. And uh, she helps women with all of their health problems in a very, uh, in a very holistic manner. All right, we ain't shoving pills down people's throats because neither one of us believe in that. She's out there doing the world's the uh, Lord's work on the medical side of the world. She's got some functional medicine practitioner uh, friends out there that really help her on that side of the thing. So together they have uh, a, a, a full service team for anybody, any uh, mostly females that have any sort of medical issue. If I talk any more about that than that right there, I'll probably sound stupid and say something dumb because let's be honest, that's about the extent of knowledge that I have on that. <laughs> say congrats again. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Dustin said, Jim is a solid dude, great shooter. I took the class with him and Tyler uh, that they did earlier this year and cannot recommend enough. Thank you so much, man. Dustin is like the prodigy child, man. He came to me about four years ago with this uh, Colt 1911 5-inch railed gun and was like, hey, I need a holster for this. Just found me on Facebook randomly, right? And uh, came over and got to talking. I was like, man, uh, why don't you shoot competitions with us? And I thought, he he agreed, and I made him a holster that would be suitable for that. And uh, he got him some magazines, some ammo. You know, we got him going with a little rig. He shows up. He places like second to last. (laughs) But, man, that was all the motivation he needed. He took some classes with me, did the thing, did the practice like he should, like just absolutely grinded. Um, Went to the range as often as possible, three, four, five, six times a week. Like literally dug his heels into it. And uh, I believe in two years – I, well, he went from unclassified, which we have classifications you know, based on how good you are. Uh, that way you're only competing with other people within your uh, certain percentage of skill range. And uh, the top top 5% is Grandmaster. All right. So, anyway, he uh, he went from unclassified to A-class in the matter of, like, I swear I swear, I seem like, like eight months. Oh, he says four years this February coming up. Yeah, so not even four years enough. And uh, now he's master bumping on Grandmaster. And just killing it. Dom- absolutely dominates. Now he runs around like a chicken with his head cut off. Like I don't he has he has no coordination and somehow makes it work fantastically and wins. He's the most uncoordinated, coordinated gooper I've ever seen. I think it's because he's like five foot nothing. So like all that coordination is just really close to the ground, so it doesn't bother him none. Whereas like my uncoordination happens six feet off the ground, so it's you know, it's extra accentuated. <laughs> I can't wait for his mean death death threat comment that comes from that. <laughs> 
Uh, Matt said it must have been really awesome for you to see him with the uh, with the relay at Tim's class. Oh yeah, that's right. So uh, Dustin had never taken any class but mine, right? So this year we go take Tim Heron's class with uh, our tribe family. Um, that's a story for another day. Uh, in February, we do a class every February, and this year we did uh, did a class with Tim Heron, and then we had Riley Bowman and AJZ do a, as our AI. So like we hit the jackpot of instructors for that weekend. <clears throat> anyway. On day two, we come up to this relay challenge where it's like you're standing next to another guy, and on the buzzer, you have to run laterally with a little bit of forwardness uh, to the other side of some barrels, and as soon as you get on the other side of the barrels, you can shoot a target that's at like, I don't know, 10 yards or so, and you have to hit an alpha. You can't just sling a bullet in the general direction. Anyway, the first person to get a alpha hit wins that little relay, right? And it's a head-to-head type of thing. Last man standing wins. Um dude i was having a bad day or something i don't know i I just sucked it up that day i got eliminated on the first round (laughs) it was hilarious by someone that had never taken a class before and shows up with a pretty awesome gun and was like wearing hey dudes or something i was like man you go ahead on with your bad self we call him uh yacht club or something in our something like that in our group chat but a super cool dude anyway so dustin goes on to win the whole thing win the whole thing and there's always some like little trinket or box ammo or something cool to win at the end of these little challenges that most instructors dream up during the thing so um yeah it it absolutely was and matt was there matt got to see it as well uh yes it was really awesome for me to see it i was beating myself up in my head in the moment uh, but i was still really proud that dustin uh won that and uh hindsight uh 2020 obviously um it's uh it and I don't want to sound like I'm gloating or anything, but it's a testament to me and the uh, influence that I've had on him and those around me and the training that I've done with him. That And, and of course, he put in the work. I just led him to the water you know, type of thing. I led him in the right direction. He did the work, and he won that relay because of it. So, uh, yeah, I, hindsight 2020, it's an awesome testament to what Synergy has done and he's not he's not the only example of course stony steel being an amazing example a guy named jeff stewart being another great example um a couple other guys that have have seen the light and had a lot of good success my good friend tanner lang uh, down in uh pensacola area you got my my best friend my brother from another mother mikos beach up in memphis uh which he's doing a oh he's doing a webinar right now consider concealed carry webinar he does some amazing teaching um and he's savvy with technology so that just kind of works out for him really well he just had an amazing son as well just most beautiful son you're a little baby boy you ever seen anyway so go look up memphis beach b-e-e-c-h on the all the instagram youtubes and all that stuff go check out his webinar uh dustin said with a he said my legs look like a cartoon character when i'm kicking them around after that beat that is absolutely true it is <laughs> you have got to see Dustin shoot competitions in person. It is, it is entertaining, none the least. Kyle Rogers is another very entertaining person to watch uh, if you're okay with really foul language. But um, but yeah. So uh, he said he won that relay with a busted leg. So yeah, by the end of that, he was hobbling around pretty bad. He said he put in the work, but without the instructions from you, I'd never have gotten where I am. Yep. Thank you, sir. I, dude. You, you absolutely took everything and ran with it and believed in it and believed in yourself. And uh, that's what happens, man. That's that's exactly what Synergy is all about. 
we are all stronger together than we are individually on our own. And that's uh, thanks to Wes Sutterfield, my medic instructor. He uh, he came up with that name, and, dude, it couldn't have been a better fit with my passion and my mission in life. So, speaking of passions, missions, all that jazz, don't forget to send in your comments, concerns, death threats, all things you want me to hear. Uh, y'all, you want me, you want to hear <laughs> me complain about passionately, of course. Send those in. PM, DM, smoke signals, carrier pigeons. It doesn't matter. You know how to reach me on all the fun social media stuff. Hit up that synergyshooting.com website. If you'd like to host a Synergy class, use that same link, contact page. Uh, go there for the home page as well for what we got going on, uh, recent you know, upcoming classes and all that jazz. So reach out, send in the questions that you want on the next episode. We're right at an hour, so we're going to cut it out. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in so much. We'll catch you on the next one.